0: He's got connections. From actors and athletes to comedians and world-class musicians. Andy Hall. His contact list is jam-packed with some of the most recognizable names in entertainment. And every week, Andy Hall's bringing them to you on the Laser Airwaves. This week in Andy's Hall Pass. A special Christmas Eve edition. Joining me for the very first time on these airwaves, he was responsible for holding down the rhythm section on one of the greatest rock albums of all time, Appetite for Destruction. Former Guns N' Roses drummer, Steven Adler, is my guest. How are you, sir?
1: I am doing amazing. I'm looking so forward to getting out to the beautiful state of Iowa.
0: Well, back in the state of Iowa, we were uh, fortunate enough to see you in the month of August at our Iowa State Fair.
1: I know. Wasn't that great? I love the Iowa State Fair. It was so much fun. I keep looking. I, I have these pictures of that my, my, uh, my, my tour manager took from behind me. And looking at the audience, and I look at them all the time and go, yeah, that was so great. <laughs> yeah, the
0: turnout was pretty fantastic, and it, it doesn't hurt that we had beautiful weather that night. You never know that time yes, of year.
1: Yes, we did. <laughs> and and if, 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 if this time we're in a casino, this New Year's, right? Yes, you are. All right, so rain or shine or snow, we are rocking this New Year's end. I got a great band. You know, you go on uh, iTunes or, or YouTube, you see videos of the band, Um very, very happy with, with, my, with the, the group of guys and girl. Tanya O'Callaghan is my bass player, and she is a girl, and she rocks. She is a swinger. And Wild Rose is a great place, and Iowa is a great place to start this new year off. So jumping, hitting the ground, and running.
0: Well, it's a busy time of year for everybody around the holidays, so I, I want to thank you up front for taking the time to talk to me today.
1: Of Cars, my brother. I want everybody, to, you know, know I'm going to be there playing. I want to meet as many people as I can. As many beautiful people as I can.
0: You will see plenty, no question. Uh, <laughs> I do, know that. Do you uh, do you have much of an affinity for this time of year over any other, Stephen?
1: No. Nah, I, I actually uh, right now, you know, I'm in LA and it's a little rainy. I like that part of this this time of the year. A little rain, a little cloudy. It's nice. It's relaxing.
0: What were the holidays like for
1: young Stephen growing up? Oh, I, I was, uh, my family was Jewish, so yeah, it sucked. All my <laughs> friends were having these cool Christmases, and I had this Hanukkah. And a Hanukkah, you get one present every day, and they're like socks, underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I remember getting a model of a dinosaur once. Yeah, a candy. So it wasn't anything that special, except for my grandparents. They always gave me money. Money's the way to go. I don't give people gifts anymore. I just give them money. Here, get whatever you want.
0: There you go. That's the way to do it's it. It's so
1: much easier. <laughs>
0: sure. Turning the calendar to 2020 next Tuesday night, celebrating the arrival of a new decade with Stephen Adler appearing at Wild Rose Casino in Jefferson New Year's Eve. At this point in your life and in your career, I don't necessarily want to use New Year's resolution. I think that's kind of a cliche here. But what sorts of <laughs> goals do you set for yourself, if any, as we look ahead at a new year?
1: Well, it's the same goals I've been doing You know, pretty much every day. I, just, I, I wake up, I work out. I eat, I practice, I get to do some really great shows. Like like you mentioned, Iowa State Fair last August. And so it's really just keep doing what I'm doing. You know, if it's working and I'm feeling good, I'm happy doing it. I'm going to keep doing it until I'm not. And then when I'm not, then I'm going to lay on the couch and watch TV with my dogs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, does it just blow your mind that we're coming up on 35 years since you joined Guns N' Roses?
1: I know. It's, that, it, it's insane. I can't be 35 in three decades. You know how many billions of people have been born and, and died in the last 35 years? Unbelievable! I'm so stoked that I'm still alive <laughs> and enjoying this life. Sure, so this is a cuckoo life. Let me tell you, <laughs> really crazy cuckoo and wild man.
0: <laughs> Never a dull moment, as they say.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, there isn't.
0: <laughs> Steven, considering <laughs> all you've been through, good and bad, what does that number thirty-five feel like?
1: It feels good because we made it to. I remember when we first started out. The Rolling Stones were together like 25, 30 years already. And I was like, I, I, I just, I mean, obviously Guns and Roses wasn't together, the five of us all these years or decades, but the music still lasted just like the Stones. And that, that's just a real exciting thing. To be, to be in that level that the people loved the music that the five of us created as much as we loved. The music that like the Rolling Stones or Aerosmith or Zeppelin created, that's still going strong. And it's so great to be a part of that.
0: When you're a part of something as special as Appetite for Destruction was, and I've always made the contention it's the greatest debut album of all time by any band.
1: I think I feel the same way. (laughs)
0: <laughs> i mean you're going through the process recording the songs with high hopes but i'm sure nobody could have predicted the impact that album would have do you spend any time actually listening to the album or once you have been there done that are you kind of continually looking forward to the next thing
1: no i listen to the record pretty much every day i practice the song pretty much every day i love those songs i i love them just like i'm a fan it's so cool to be a part of of something so magical, and 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 be a fan too, of what we created. It, it, it's the coolest thing ever. I have to keep reminding myself, dude. You got you Did everything you wanted to do. Take a deep breath and chill out. <laughs> you, you, you know, and relax and enjoy your life. You did it. You accomplished what you wanted to do. It didn't last as long as I wanted to, but the music has lasted. And I guess that's really the main important most important thing. There you have it. The music lasting.
0: I know it was an honor and a thrill for you to join Axel Slash and Duff on stage again for some of that not in this lifetime tour.
1: God yes. I hate the name of the tour. I hate the name of the tour. Right. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs>
0: Did it surprise you to see and hear the massive amount of love and support from fans in the media after the fact?
1: Yes. It it was it was so amazing. I thought for sure that Axel and Slash of Duff were going to go, well, we got to bring Stevie in more often. But uh, they didn't, and that's okay. But like Freddie Mercury said, one year of love is better than a lifetime alone. Uh Steven, one of my
0: favorite singers of all time right there.
1: The greatest. The gra- that's why I, when we were inducted in the Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the last things I said was the words to uh, We Are a Champion. Freddie Mercury.
0: Certainly the greatest performer of all time for my money. I'll oh, give you that. Oh,
1: God, God yeah. <laughs> Nobody's better. Nobody ever came close.
0: Stephen, your struggles with addiction are well-documented between multiple stints on TV shows like VH1 Celebrity Rehab and one of my favorite reads of the last decade, your autobiography, My Appetite for Destruction, Sex, Drugs, and Guns and Roses.
1: I know, that sucks. But it, it's, it's life. And I'm not the first. I'm not the only. I didn't invent the shit. It, you know, unfortunately, I was born with this uh, uh, what do they call it addictive personality yeah. and I have other issues like abandonment issues you know my my father left where I was born so I never knew him and then I you know the band just deserted me and that was that was really crushing I went way over the edge on that one there's two ways I could have gone I could have got myself better which I was doing before they did that and I could have got better or went over the edge. There's two ways to go, up or down, and I went way down. I was just, it was just heartbreaking. I was, it was just too much, to, to, you know, overwhelming of uh, anxiety and, and depression, you know, being thrown out like that. And then I had to sue them because they took all my money and my royalties, and, and that was a shame. That was even harder. I, I, I like to just think about the, the, the good times that we had. You know, I look at the picture's. Of uh, things that we've done, and and you know, even just pictures of us hanging out, like at, at lunch or dinner, in the past year, it, it's just nice to see them. And Flash will always be a huge part of my my life and my heart, and I love them. and I'm thankful that we were friends.
0: You know, for the longest time, we the fans had very limited access to the information we have these days. So until you showed up on TV and we could actually see for ourselves what was happening to you. We may have never known, and none of this might have been possible. Is there any part of you that's ever been interested in watching yourself go through those struggles, Stephen, even as a reminder of why you're maintaining a sober lifestyle?
1: Oh, oh, God, yes. I, 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 I watch that, and my wife, she has videos of me, you know, being a drunk, wasted, friggin' idiot. <laughs> yeah. And so I watch those, and it's like, oh, yeah, we don't want to go back there again. That's one thing, I could recommend that to any parent or, or any friend, anybody that has somebody that, that has an addiction problem, and it's, 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 it, it's you know, it's gone too far. You gotta videotape your loved one, and show them when they're sober, and it is eye-opening. It's brutal. Because, you know, I, I myself, I never remember anything. I, I would get so drunk and high that it would be a blackout, and I wouldn't know nothing. And then my wife would show me the videos, and it would say, "Oh yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah we, we can't do this. <laughs> this mm. isn't working. I'm too old for this crap. <laughs> <laughs> I tell
0: you one thing, Stephen, just from watching you at the Iowa State Fair and you know the times you showed up on stage with GNR, you have the biggest smile on your face when you perform. this The fun has never it, left you.
1: It, 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 the only reason I, I still do it is because I am having fun. If I want to have fun, there's no point in doing it. You know, I, the money part—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm not the richest, but I'm not the poorest, and I'm comfortable, so I really don't need to do it. But I do it because I love it.
0: We're gonna love having you as our guest on New Year's Eve. My guest is Stephen Adler, laying down Appetite Era, GNR classics, and much more.
1: Oh you know, yeah, we got some. Uh, if you guys could go on uh, iTunes and check out Adler Back from the Dead, uh, we're gonna be playing some songs off that. You listen. I believe we do. Uh, I'm the one that you hated, the one that you hated, and good to be bad and have it. So maybe you could play one of those. It would be cool.
0: I can do that for sure. That would be great. Big fan of yours, Steven. I always have been. And, you know, I think everyone loves a comeback. You know what I mean? And this is a story of redemption. It really is.
1: Yeah, it is. (laughs) Well, this is the planet of redemption, so it's perfect for me.
0: There you have it. (laughs) (laughs) Real quick, what are you looking forward to most coming up in the next year?
1: playing, uh, being with my dogs and my wife, and meeting as many cool rock and rollers at shows that I, I possibly can. As many hugs as I I'm going for the record of who can get the most hugs in one year. That's my goal for 2020. How many hugs can I get in, in one year? I average like 10 to 50 a day, so... Let's see what that number comes up.
0: (laughs) You're going to get off to a hell of a good start for 2020.
1: Uh, Dang right, I'm going to be starting in Iowa at the Wild Rose, baby.
0: Yes, sir, Wild Rose Casino. New
1: Year's Eve, rock and roll style.
0: Cannot wait, my friend. Thanks again for your time today. I hope to have you on again soon.
1: Oh, yes, you will. I'll see you at the show?
0: Yes, I will be there. All
1: right, you're going to be my first hug of the new year.
0: <laughs> it would be an honor.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, I love Thank it, Andy. You so Thank much. you so much.
0: The pleasure was all mine. Happy holidays, Stephen.
1: Thank you. Have a great holidays, and I'll see you New Year's Eve.